0: Hey, hey, what's happening? It's me, your Jesus loving Jersey girl. And we are live in the studio and it is time for another conversation with Pastor Sam. Somebody ought to get excited in the studio. Somebody ought to get excited out there in YouTube world. We are about to embark upon another conversation. Who? The you. Yeah, he's
1: over there on the cell phone. Uh He ain't paying attention.
0: Uh Uh-oh. you. come on. Really? Come on in the room.
1: <laughs> As his head goes back down you into his socket. Oh, I phone. can't
0: stand that one. Okay. All right. Listen, we want you to join in with us right now and um, participate. That is the main call of the day. Participation, participation, participation. Support. So we need you. Support. There you support. go. Support, support, support. We right. need you to chime in um, and uh, participate. Don't just log on, say hi, and then dip out. Okay. We want you to stay for the duration and engage with us. We love to hear you tell us that we're making wonderful points or disagreeing with us, whatever it is that you feel like saying, but give us some dialogue, give us some feedback, all right? You can do that in the live chat section over there. Um, Excuse me, but before we go any further, give us a thumbs up, like the video, right underneath the video, there's a thumbs up like button, like it, like it, like it, like it, like it right now for me, please, everybody, as you chime in, as you get on, like, like, the video right now if you like any content we've ever shared this share this one right now you can do that and right under there there's a share button share it with somebody and let them know that we are on live right now and about to embark upon a very engaging conversation Uh, remember if you want to um, remain anonymous and you do not wish to have your name associated with your comment or your question um, I have a new number you can text me at 609-353 Six five five nine. Again, it's six zero nine three five three six five five nine, and you can text me there, and I'll make sure that your question and/or your comment gets um, gets uh, disclosed and without your name. Okay. Um, the other thing is, we're still on a quest to get one thousand subscribers. We are looking for that um, that goal. What are you doing, Pastor Hayes? Huh? What are you
2: doing? unauthorized photography.
0: Oh my goodness. Anyway, the pastor is really up <laughs> today. date. Um, anyway, we can get to that 1,000 subscriber with your help please text somebody, call somebody, also share the video, let them know to join in now on the conversation, but also ask them if they are subscribed and shame on you. If you've been in here more than twice and you're not subscribed yet. So make sure that you too are subscribed to the channel, click the notifications bell so that whenever we go on live, you are notified that we are live and in living color. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the other thing is that you can take us with you wherever you go. We can be heard in your car radio, on in your earbuds, as you're traveling, wherever you get your podcast from. You can um, log in and find a conversation with Pastor Sam, Spotify, Google Cast, Pocket Cast. And we are on Level Up Radio every Sunday afternoon, Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. And we thank you in advance for your support. Finally, but certainly not least of all, It is getting cold outside. It was nice today, but it's still winter. It's still winter, and we still need to bundle. Okay, so make sure that you go to our website at www.famecbrownsmills.com and click on the tab that says more. Click down and go to shop and go into our Living Stream store and make sure that you cop that merch. He did it again. So who's not paying attention? Merch. Pastor. Giving it some time. That was too long of a time. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's going to be one of those kind of nights, y'all. All All right. So make sure that you are liking us, sharing us, um, getting some merch, checking out our website anyway, because it's really cool. It tells you all the things that we have going on. And we're excited about those things that are coming up next year. So check back often to see what we're doing. And we appreciate you. We love you. We We are glad that you decided to spend an hour with us at least. Um, Sometimes we go over depending on how involved y'all get. And then we continue uh, to, you know, engage in this conversation. We can do that right underneath the video in the comment section throughout the week. All right. Thank y'all so much for uh, tuning us in on tonight. And we are, you know what? I didn't mention Sunday, and I just want to say this. Do y'all realize that the last Sunday of this year was actually Christmas Sunday? That, mm-hmm. I like, I don't, I don't know why I didn't say it when we were all together on Sunday, but I just want to tell y'all the last, what better place to have been, right? To celebrate Christmas than uh, in church on Sunday morning because it was the last Sunday of the year. We will not see Christmas Sunday morning again until 2033. Wow. All right. We're going to go around the room. Let everybody say, hey, y'all make sure that y'all say, hey, as you come in and then we'll come back. I'll pray and we'll start this conversation about standing at the gate. I'm sure you want to know what that's all about.
2: Hey. This is the Firstly, I'm following instructions for once. And so <laughs> finally. You know, she said, say hey, that's all I got. That's all I have tonight. Is, hey. No, seriously. Good evening. Uh, I look forward to the robust, intellectual, thought-provoking conversation tonight. I feel like getting those words out. I feel you know, pretty good. Uh, but I am excited. You know what I'm saying? I was I, I went on my lunch break and I went and got my car washed. And you really can see the difference of all that salt off your car. Because it really gets dirty. Just saying. Really? <laughs> it really does. I mean, What are you talking about? I just thought the about dirt that, that was now. on The salt the dirt, that was, the on salt was on my car was out of control. So I was able to get that done. And I really feel good about it. But I'm excited you about You called
1: on your lunch break today and asked what the subject was going to be tonight.
2: I can do both at the same time.
1: But your preparation for the night... Is to talk about your dirty car. It
2: was not. This was a. Per- <laughs> this was just conversation. So now that died. you know what
1: this, the subject was tonight, what do you have to put on the
2: table? Oh, I got something on the table. Okay. We, we start started off. No, no,
1: we don't. We don't start it got, off. No, no, we no. ain't be no feed off of my comments. We start don't
2: it uh, start it up. Start it
1: up.
0: We had to pray and everything. We had to you pray have to say first. Oh, yeah, first. Then we went straight back to him. Okay. Uh, Don't say hi first.
2: Why do we have yeah. to change routines? See, you know what? It's always trying to you know put... We're the routines. That's like these church people I always want the program. I always always want, want the program. program. <laughs> That's right. Well, you, you talk about that. But anyway, I'm looking forward to the conversation. As I said, thought-provoking, robust... I forgot the word I said earlier. Dirty as a cup. Uh, it's, usually, it's usually important, but I guess you. It, I didn't say important, but you, I, it was, was it, intellectual oh, I say, okay, conversation go. that we were going to have tonight. And the pastor, when the pastor told me the subject, listen let me, let the record reflect. Uh, here we go. He told me the subject, and then he said to me, because what she always does, so what does that mean? And so I gave an answer today. Did I not <laughs> give an answer? I that did. was before your research. Yeah, but before you even said what you were going, I had already said what I was going to say. Oh,
1: here we go. Just saying.
2: Before your research, so you ain't done no research since. No, I didn't say that. I, say I that? didn't say that. What I said was, is you asked if I was right. I said yes, sir. <laughs> so look, get ready All for the robust, intellectual, the and thought provoking. Over to the pastor.
1: Now we're gonna let the, uh, Central Hayes pray. Then we're gonna go back to him to start the session. What do you You're think gonna about
0: that? to say hi to the people. All
1: right got to say hi. What's up? How y'all doing? What's going on? <laughs> How's the evening going? This is one of the most magical weeks that we have available on the on the calendar. This is the time frame that even when you're out there working in the most operationally um, frustrating workplace that things kind of simmer down. Everybody gets relaxed. Everybody starts to share the love and having parties and um, sharing gifts and giving cards and smiling and you know, really thinking about what can I do better. So this should have been a pretty relaxing week for everybody. Amen?
0: Hey, it was for me. I took advantage. a hey,
1: nice, nice relaxing week. You go back home. You're still figuring out how to get through all of your gifts and, you know, figuring out how much more room you had to be placing things around the house. And everything is just wonderful this week. Amen. So I'm thankful to God for that. I'm thankful to God, again, for you guys allowing us to come into your home. Uh, we have a conversation tonight. Um, that begins with standing at the gate. And that can go a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. And everybody's going to be able to bring their own way in in here in the studio. And uh, for you out there, we ask that you engage with uh, what the standing at the gate, standing in the gate um, means to to you. One of the things that we are um, called to do is to be our brother's keeper. Amen. I mean, we really... Everybody, you know, have, has a responsibility. You have a responsibility to yourself. You have a responsibility to those around you. And we need to love our um, brother and sister as we love who? Ourselves. Ourselves. Yes. And once you um, start really embracing that notion, <clears throat> then you see that there are certain um, elements to a relationship that will find you inside of um, very tumultuous places, mm-hmm. very peaceful places, very light places, very dark places. I mean, relationship means you're just going to be in places. And in those places, you find out um, just how difficult it is to stand in the gate, stand at the gate to give people what the Lord has basically been given, has given to you to share. Amen. We share of ourselves. We share of our environment. We share of our spirit. And we share of our um, presence with other people. And that sharing is vital to our spiritual growth. Is vital to our uh, fellowship growth and is vital to our own personal growth. You cannot grow isolated. Okay. So standing at the gate means you are interacting with people. You are helping people out. You're telling folk, you know, well, here's the caution areas and here are the places <clears throat> that you um, need to worry about. And it's also when people go through the gate, you get the opportunity to, to talk to them as they pass you by. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm, I'm cool with what you did or listen, I have a problem with what's going on. It's almost like, you know, if you, when you read the book of Revelations, when the Lord started going into the churches, you know, as for this church, I'm a little bit upset with you because of that. Uh-huh. So I think that even with the um, church, we should be able to stand in the gate and then have a pronouncement about how we feel about certain things. And I'm really going to, I, that's going to be my position for tonight. I'm going to stand in the gate and I'm going to talk about how um, the difficulties of being a pastor mm-hmm. and standing in the gate has come to bear on, um, the person that I am and the um, purpose that God has placed on me. Y'all got me? Got you. You follow me? Mommy. What about you? Like, since you get off the phone, what's going
2: on? I, I am following you. So we're going right? to pray
1: and then we're going to um, come back. and I, I don't know. I, I guess i let him off the hook um, this time. Uh, I'll wait, start because it up. Because last then we'll week go I got a hook.
2: What do you mean get on the hook? Uh, I said, blessed highly favor. That opened the whole dialogue. We're going so, to it, you know, I, we gonna it talk about that.
1: This. Yeah, because, I mean, we're not even going to bring that back up because you, you, you just acted like a heathen last week after the, after we turned the cameras off. <laughs> <laughs> y'all like, y'all just I'm don't wanna, know. He acts up.
0: I want to say what happened Sunday, though. Can I say it about oh,
1: that? Go ahead. Well, you got to pray and then say it. Then we're going to get All back right. to our subject. You got it. Yeah. You ready?
0: Ready. Most gracious and heavenly father. We thank you, dear God. We thank you for this last Wednesday of this month, God, of this 2022. God, we thank you that you kept us all this year through ups and downs, trials, tribulations, excitement and happy moments and joyful moments and low moments. Through it all, God, you've kept us. And for that, we are so eternally grateful, God. So we thank you, God, for every Wednesday that we've been on the air and uh, every Wednesday we've had difficulties and when we didn't have difficulties. But, God, we thank you that somebody's heart might have been changed, touched, blessed lives, um, better for our conversations, dear God, that took place throughout this year. So, Lord, we give it all to you. We thank you, God, for this channel. We thank you, God, for this platform. We thank you, God, for our pastor who comes up with our topics, dear God, and we thank you for his diligence, commitment to it, dear God. And we thank you that even through all of what he's going through, through school, writing dissertations and the stresses of that and work and pastoring everything, God, he's still yet faithful to that, what you have called him to do. So we ask you to give him a double portion of strength right now, God, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for all who have joined us all who have listened, all who have participated in these conversations. And we ask, dear God, that you will continue to bless us as we go forward, if it be your will, that we do more, dear God, to do the glorifying of your name and edifying of your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Thank you, God. Thank God. Thank, Thank you, God. Thank you, Almighty God. God. Thank you, Almighty God. God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. All right, so listen, I was going to tell you all this in church on Sunday, but let me tell everybody now because other people need to hear who might might not be in church on Sunday, you know, who weren't in there, um, but who were on our conversation. So we had the Blessed and Highly Favorite, you know, Hot Topic last week that accidentally kind of came up. It was organic, organic, and that was great. Um, and we know that what the Lord had given to the pastor, and we h- here's the funny part. When we went to church on Sunday, it was in our Sunday school lesson, right? Mm-hmm. That highly favored was given to Mary and Mary alone. We we understood that because she was the only one who ever and will ever, there shall never be another uh, virgin to carry the flesh of God in her, um, that she was highly favored because of it. And so when we talked to our oldest daughter who lives uh, on, on the West Coast, she actually told us that. I asked her. I said, "How was church?" She said, oh, "It was good." I said, "Well, what was the the subject, and what did your what did the pastor preach, you know, oh, yeah. about?" Mm-hmm. And she said, "The pastor preached from Matthew chapter two, verses one through <laughs> one through ten. I think he went to 10. And pastor preached from Matthew chapter two, verses one through eight on this past Sunday. I said, "Wow, that's a that's so awesome that you know, same and similar sort of you know content in terms of what the message was about." Then she said, oh, and he touched on blessed and highly favored. He actually said the same thing, that only Mary was highly favored. Which and is not I in said, the context of
1: the scripture. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: And I was like, I just, I was like, look at this. That's all the way on the West Coast. That man, I'm sure, did not listen to our conversation last week. But when God wants us to know something, he will speak to those who have an ear. Let them hear. And he gives it to us. And I'm just going to leave that there that that I'm telling you, I when that those dots connected for me on Sunday, I got so excited that God actually did that thing and then brought it back from the West Coast back to the East Coast as confirmation. Mm -hmm. Glory be to God. That's all I got.
2: Got it. Yeah, I'm glad that the Lord used me to bring that out last week.
0: To God be the glory. Dismiss
2: him. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. We all in here know what you did last week. (laughs) Following up behind that. You start trying to change the word of God so you can still try to keep that um, titlement right there that you don't, don't um, supposed to have. But let's get back to this um, at the gate. There are a lot of instances in the Bible where it talks about the judges and the people that God Um, sends out to gates to speak on um, behalf, make proclamations about what God is saying. Jeremiah, Moses, um, different folk. And even when Moses um, got finished speaking, didn't he say, um, not enough talk? I mean, who was on the Lord's side come to me as he was told to um, be in the gate. And Jeremiah was given um, different scriptural references as well. Mm to address the fact that the Lord was telling him, let me go back here to it. Uh, Jeremiah 17, 19 through 20, it says, and um, 7 and 2 says, Stand in the gate of the Lord's house and proclaim there is there this word and say, Hear the word of the Lord. All you of Judah who enter by these gates worship the Lord. And 17, 19, 20 says, Thus the Lord said to me, Go and stand in the public gate. Through which the kings of Judah come in and go out as well as in all the gates of Jerusalem and say to them, listen to the word of the Lord, kings of Judah and all Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem who come in through these gates. When you are standing in the gate and you know that you are speaking a word, uh, from the Lord and you are conveying what God has placed inside of your, inside of your understanding. Uh, when you're telling this to a people, um, particularly as they come in and out of a gate, that's an extreme place of response. Mm-hmm. They're going to come past, and people are going to either listen to what you have to say, or they're going to you know, reject what you have to say, accept what you have to say, but it's going to be almost like an immediate type of decision that's going to be made, because as you're going through a gate, you're on your way. You're going through the gate, and you're headed somewhere. Mm-hmm. You don't just stand there, but what the word at the gate is there is for to uh, prepare you for where you are um, going where you're heading. And when you are in the position where God has put a vocation to call on your life and you stand at this gate all the time, you get weary. Yeah. Um, you get, uh, exhausted, um, uh, because you continue to stand <clears throat> at the gate and it is even more exhausting when you try, uh, to do your best. And I mean, sometimes it just seems like, man, what am I, what am I doing? Um, why am I standing here? I mean, is anybody listening? Right. Is anybody responding? I do know that people do listen. People listen without responses. Mm-hmm. And I do know that people do receive. People receive without giving any type of um, nuance that they have received and accepted what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes you get in there and people, the ones that want to do a little bit of the rejection, and this from the from my perspective of standing the gate, what I notice, and some of the things that I want. I mean, we come to the end of the year, and I really want to air out some things. Can I, can I air out some things? Can I talk about it? Can I air out some stuff? Yes. Mm-hmm. Can I air out some stuff? The
0: pastor wanna know if he can air out some stuff. Y'all say can yes, I air off some Yes, stuff? you can inside the, the chat. Can I but air yes, out a
1: couple things?
0: Yes, you can.
1: One of the um issues is uh for me, as I stand in the gate, I still stand in the gate of uh, respectability to a person's privacy. Amen. I'm not that dude who's gonna beat you up with what's going on. I'm gonna proclaim it. And I'm going to step off. I'm not going to do any investigative work about what you got going on. But I'm just going to do and speak on what the Lord has um, told me. That I'm going I'm to step off and then I'm going to be away from be I'm um, done with it. And I'm also going to be in that gate to try to do everything I possibly can to assist and aid you as you progress through life. Amen? Amen. To, to the extent that you would have me to do. That's so, right. I cannot go beyond what you would ask me to do. But I tell you, as a brother in Christ, I will stand right there with you. And I don't think anybody will be able to say, particularly out of this day and age, that they have ever called on uh, me and I'm not been willing to be there for them. But there are folk out here. Y'all, this is I'm, I'm taking I speak on this thing. Yes, mm-hmm. you can. There are people out here. And I, I, what I got a problem with is particularly out of the even coming out of the pandemic season. And there are people out here that really want to blame the proclaimer Mm -hmm. for them not doing what they're supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. in life. Uh, What do I mean by that? And I see if I could pull this thing together and not have it as emotionally charged as what it usually sits in on me until I get a chance to pray it off of me. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. The person who would in our system, in our, in our church, we use different systems. We use a class leader system where somebody is actually there who is supposed to work with the pastor. And they go out and they pray for the different people because the pastor can't get out all the time to be with them. Mm -hmm. One of the instructions that I give to all of the class leaders is, listen, talk to your individuals. If they want me to come by, they want me to give them a call, let me know. uh, And I'll come by, I'll give them a call, do whatever they need to be done. And I know for a fact that the class leaders, they ask them and they say these things to them. And these folk will say to them, no, we don't really, we don't want them to come by and we don't need them to call. I mean, it's just good that you um, check it in on us. Mm-hmm. And then you come find out in the community that they're really sharing with everybody that don't nobody care about me, the pastor don't seek to uh, uh, be in uh, fellowship with me, don't <clears throat> want to call me up. Where you've been telling everybody um, not to check on you. Come on. And then when I um, send somebody to check in on you, you tell them no. And to even more a... a um, uh, make this even more potent. I've called people mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, you know, I ain't seen you in a while. And I know that you've been saying basically that I'm not checked in on you. So let me call you up. And it's always upon and upon the pastor to make the call phone calls. I accept that as a portion of um, um, my responsibilities to stand inside of this, this um, gate for other people, be responsible with other people, and love other people. I'm going to do what I need to do. Right? Amen. I feel a, a spiritual quietness going on right now. And when I call individuals up, they basically like, no, um, I'm okay. Didn't really need for you to um, call me. And or um, try to basically get off the phone with a basically I'm going to call you back. I've had um, uh, people call up. I've actually had somebody call up this year and thought that I had gave them a call. Don't you know these cell phones are making uh, phone calls register on people's phones and people never call. Cause I've got a couple people call me and start saying, Hey, did you call me? I said, no, I didn't call you. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, just, you know, just um, nasty until they figure out who they are talking to. And then once they figure out who they talking to, then they want to get off the phone um, hastily. Right. Mm-hmm. And you still try to pour love and everything out to them. But then you still have it to where it's that they get off the phone and they still share with other people. Like don't nobody cares for me. Nobody's, um, I'm um, looking in for me. Nobody's checking after me. Nobody's giving me any type of um, um, love at all whatsoever. And you're doing everything that you possibly can. And this is the report that you receive back. Man, I'm telling you, this is one of the most exhausting pieces of ministry that I think I can um, 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 share with you guys. Man. When, you, when you're when you trying to do the best that you possibly can, and then the people want to use this very old, worn, out, tired excuse that nobody's really doing anything for them— When you're trying your very best and you're doing everything you possibly can and they're still never satisfied with the result and they want to choose just to go in and tear down the church, tear down the uh, ministerial staff and everything else. And I'm going to promise y'all that the ministerial staff um, at Friendship Church is completely and utterly engaged with giving you comfort, providing you a spiritual home space and um, speaking what the Lord has given them for your um, up, upbringing and the upbuilding of the kingdom. This is one of those subjects a lot of people don't want to talk about, but you know what? Let's let's talk about, mm-hmm. you know, bringing out that, why is it necessary to always, when somebody is trying their very best to always be the one that is on these um, difficult backdoor conversations, um, kicking people's back in
0: mm-hmm.
1: and not doing anything to um, um, support the church. Another one of the uh, pieces, man, i tell you, listen, I was in a conversation with somebody in the church the other day, and I was like, listen, I, um, I've got to increase uh, my tithe. Why? Because uh, every year you should be able to um, increase it so that the church could take care of its business, its business affairs. Mm-hmm. But the second of mine would say, uh, why should I give you anything more so that you can pad your pockets? That, I mean, I guess when you are outside of a small church environment, that may be the case. But when you're doing small church ministry, that's not the case. That's right. Amen. That is never going to be the case where you basically have to put in and invest inside of the church because you have a church body when it's small and uh, only 40% of the people are um, doing anything. And only 10% of those 40% are doing anything that is regular. Mm -hmm. And only 5% are doing something regular and substantial. So, I mean, you really have to run the church on 5% of what, um, other people that you have in it, mm-hmm. but then you have everybody in the church not everybody, but a lot of folk in the church they will wear you down to a nub.
0: I ain't heard that in a long time.
1: I mean, they will really exhaust your resources. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, let me give you something very simple. I, they folk want to come in, they want to be um warm in the um wintertime, amen, amen, and cool amen. in the summertime, amen. Yes, that's right, yes. And you cannot put fuel inside of a tank to warm up a church, particularly when you got high church ceilings, and keep it warm. And it's diesel fuel. Amen? Amen. And you're not doing anything more than a dollar a week. It just, it, it, it don't happen on that. Mm-hmm. It cannot happen on that. So, I mean, it, it leaves the people who are in these places that you really, a lot of times... That you are trying to attack standing at the gate, proclaiming the word of God, and then still yet trying to figure out how do I continue to provide services, being stressed out and exhausted on providing all the facilities and all the services and everything to make sure that the folk are comfortable. I'm standing at the gate saying, listen, we need to do what we need to do to share in the responsibilities and to be equal inside of our um, accountability and keeping things going the way they're supposed to go. Uh Uh-huh. Amen. 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 And and I think that, you know, for me, at the end of the year, I, I always got to get a chance. And a lot of times it's come out inside the church. You need a chance to have the opportunity to start, you know, let me get this off of my chest. Because it's sitting there and it's stinging. Mm-hmm. And I don't want it to, to um, sting because I want to be able to hear the word of God. Not worry about, you know, if I'm going to be able to keep the church cool or to keep the church warm. And um to keep everybody satisfied when folk are not doing everything that the Lord has blessed them to do. Amen. Am I going crazy off the uh, beaten path? Am I jumping off into areas that I shouldn't be on top of? I know this is a different type of a uh, subject today. This is the end of the year, and this is my time frame that I'm like, "Yo, we've got to do better." And not only do we have to do better, we got to go into the next upcoming um, year and do our best. Amen. Stop. I don't like having to place on uh, the responsibility of a whole church. On 5% of our members.
0: Amen. And
1: it's not, it's not, um, because that's just not right. It's not right. It's not fair. And it's, it gets to be too, it gets to be exhausting. This is how we burn people out. Yeah.
0: I don't know if it's surprising to anybody. It's just disappointing to me that, um, it's not, it's not just us. You know what I
1: mean? No, it's across the board. It's
0: across the board. I I hear pastors
1: all the time talking about this. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. No, it's go it's, ahead. That's it's all one of those passionate moments. That's
0: okay. That's all I had. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just one of those passion moments. As I talk to my brothers and sisters that are in ministry, they talk about this all the time. Listen, I'm trying to do my best. There's no commitment out here, there's no faithfulness out here. You got folks, just, you got literally people in your church that belong to five churches in the community and 25 churches on the internet. <laughs> Gosh. You got okay. folk out here belonging to 30 churches and they just confused. They're confused and they're not following through and they're not. When you belong to um, a lot of different places, you don't. It's like being a jack of all trades and a master of none. Mm-hmm. So you don't master the, your purpose in any church. Mm-hmm. You just basically put a sampling of what you can do and then have the expectations of people going through the roof and high, mm-hmm. but you're not able to focus that energy inside of a place that is um, uh, important to your heart and important to your ministry and where God has planted you to uh, be rooted and grounded and do what you're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. This is another one of those pieces from Sunday that I really, I said, turn the cameras off because I didn't want to go, I went deeper there. I didn't want to have the cameras going on and talk about the things, I call them parabolic issues that God gives me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Talk about these things because I want to be able to have some type of um, dialogue with the individuals about what's going on. The church is in a mess right now. It's in a mess. There's every denomination is in a mess right now.
0: Oh, my, my.
1: And it cannot be, and you can't tell me, it cannot be because of less people there are more people out here in the world. I've said this on many occasions. There are more people out here than, than ever before. Right. So where the people at? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're out here doing some, something of everything mm-hmm. and finding every reason in the book, not to serve the Lord with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength.
0: And we're not talking just about any and everybody. We're talking about people who proclaim Christianity and Jesus Christ that's, as their Lord. That's and what I'm talking
1: about. Yeah. That's my key point. If yeah. you're out there telling everybody, I'm saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and you ain't doing nothing for nobody, mm-hmm. then where, where's your fruit?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: right. Where's the fruit? And where's your labor? Where, where are the things that you're supposed to be doing? I mean, where are you working at? I need to, I don't need to see it, but I need for you to, if, you know what, if you're standing in the game proclaiming that you're doing something, then you need to be having some type of spiritual sweat going on as you work out your salvation with fear and what? Trembling. Trembling. Yeah. There's no way in the world I'm going to let what God has called me to do um, sit on the shelf mm-hmm. because There's been here's here's the main reason when I am acting and I'm performing in my purpose. That's when my greatest um, accomplishments begin to happen. Mm -hmm. That's when God really puts a fulfillment and a, um, a, a love and a passionate response in my heart to be able to see the results of what he has told me to do. And see it in real time. And watch miracles happen before my eye. Knowing that I was just a vessel. I was not responsible for it. But God used me as a conduit to make something beautiful happen in somebody else's life. That's wonderful. Amen. That's powerful. Amen. And by any means, we need to get out there. Get involved. And get uh, done whatever we need to do. Have commitment. Have faithfulness. And be able to be in a position where you're doing things that are trusting, trustworthy, and trustable. People, I'm standing at the gate right now and saying, we've got to really take a closer look, wake up and realize that, you know what, I'm tired of hearing about um, the church is not really responding. I'm tired of hearing, you know, I had um, one report come back to me that somebody said um, the the churches are dying, but they don't go to church. Right. That part. (laughs) That means the church is not dying. If you're not going to church, you're killing it. Amen. Because the church ain't out here trying to commit suicide. This is homicide going on. Mm, mm, mm. So we need to we need to straighten up 2023. Really get our spiritual behinds back. Wherever you go to church, and whatever God has placed on your heart to do, and whatever you're supposed to be doing, you need to get engaged and get in motion. Amen. Amen. And stop giving excuses. One of the here's another soapbox. I'm gonna give it over to y'all. Is uh, I've got to do this and that on a Sunday. No. Do not begin to believe that God cannot provide whatever you are entering into on Sunday. You have to be able to put yourself in a position of worship on the Lord's day. And if it becomes to the point where it is impossible, then you need to as well. If you can't, let's just say, if you can't come out to the church, if you're not at the church, that's cool. But if you got to be at work at seven, you need to be up at five o'clock with a devotion. Mm you got to set and align your life as a sacrifice, as living sacrifice and devote yourself to some form of worship, some form of um, devotion, some form of, you know, I don't even feel like a lot of folk believe that there's power in prayer anymore. Mm -hmm. Wow. And, it's, it's, it's difficult You want to go ahead And tell everybody Continue to read your Bibles Read your Bibles The answer is there The power is there But folk Unless they receive An immediacy Because of the way Our life is ran right now yeah. Because of the access We have everything right now uh-huh. Because of the microwave Ability to receive Anything we want to have Right now uh-huh. And nobody wants to, You know We used to celebrate this Those that wait On the Lord That's right Shall renew their strength That's right mm-hmm. Ain't nobody waiting On God no more <laughs> It's like the Lord. I asked you for something five minutes ago.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I
1: expected it four and a half minutes ago.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: that part. I'm not mm-hmm. waiting three minutes past right now. <laughs> now and, I'm gonna start doing the, the doing it myself and believing inside of that that notion that um, y'all said he was on time. God, then why was he late uh, considering my request? Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Let me go ahead and and move on uh, to uh, licenture MT who said he did some research with this thing as well. Uh, And you don't have to come at the same direction I did. The direction I took is a little bit difficult. And folk may be, you know, throwing uh, um, cotton balls at the television screen right now. (laughs) But you can come up and talk about some kind of way, you know, it has been fulfilling or um, difficult standing in the gate as God has called you into um, a ministry of vocation.
2: Oh, well, you know, I would start off by you read Jeremiah seven, two, but seven, three is what I have looked at earlier. The last portion of that scripture says, amend your ways and your doing doings. And right. I will cause you to dwell in this place. Right. And that spoke to me when he turns about standing in the gate is that in order to stand in the gate for someone, you have to amend your ways because you are you are concerned about the other person. Mm-hmm. I think it's a responsibility of the constituents. Uh, in ministry, as we're going on this track of learning, is to support the pastor. Uh, because a lot of us, uh, well, a lot of you don't see the inner workings that go on behind. When the pastor, not to make it about the pastor, but I want to, this is important. When the pastor stands up to preach, he is Losing a little bit of him himself, as we ask for God to restore him, because the word is coming out so powerful, and to hear people uh, create these narratives that are untrue, uh, and they're supposed to be a part of the body of Christ on a regular it, basis. It's you hear really, these things; it really is in uh, leadership. It, 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 yes, it's discouraging uh, because you know the first the last issue when Hayes can tell you when we were uh, getting examined by the bishop, um, and we walked out of the room and. I don't I couldn't believe how many preachers came up to us and said, Are you sure you want to do this? You remember that? Mm. Every time we turned around, they said, are you are you are you positive? Not that they were questioning our calling, but they were telling us about the sanity. The, the, it's yes, like- the circumstances that surround ministry. And I, I just kept thinking about that. So, you know, you know, they they're asking us this question, not because they love God any less, it's because the people the people come up and create narratives that are not true. And our overall objective, our calling is ministry to proclaim the word, to proclaim it, to proclaim it, because we want everyone to live their best life in Christ. But when people are stepping outside of that and really trying to tear down the gate that's around us and try it down, try to tear down um, all they try to make up these untruths. Uh, And say these things just because they like to sit in their own chaos and their own confusion. And so, as I said the other week, what people don't understand, they attack. They don't understand the love that God is giving us. Because if you understood the love, you would not be in this mode of attack. You would not be in this mode of lying and Uh, bringing about these stories are untrue. You are not willing to accept that people do genuinely love and care for you and are willing to pray for you and willing to encourage you. But yet we reject it because that's what we feel comfortable. We feel comfortable in the rejection. And we also like to be at a place where we don't want to give because we want to measure how much we're giving. I'm not talking about a monetary amount. We want to measure how much time we're going to give to someone, how much conversation we're going to have someone, how much interaction, because we want to constantly be in control. And when you are trying to control the narrative at all times, where does a surrender to God come into place? Because there is no surrender if you're trying to control the narrative the entire time. So, you know, the being a job, the calling that the pastor has and the ministry that he is doing that God has on his life is tremendously hard. The first lady sees it uh, more so up close than I do because she's here with them every day. But it is when I see it and just to hear the 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 lies um, that are untrue and unfounded um, is really deeply hurtful because there are some people who have had church hurt, who have been hurt by pastors, and things have happened in, from church leadership. But I think that one thing about our pastor and about this leadership is that we maintain our integrity um, and that the seat is not for sale as the pastor has taught us. And so when we are walking in the calling that God gives us, even when the darts are coming at us, we know we have a responsibility not to commit spiritual malpractice. Because when that happens, there is a lot at stake that we have to be answered. We have to answer to when we see God at the gate, right? And you, I also want to put down inside of this piece
1: that you know what? Not all people are are these. We don't want people out here thinking that way. Well, everybody in the church is bad. Everybody in the right. church is, is mean. Everybody in the church is lying. No, that's not the case. That's not the case. And it's and another part that's difficult is is that when you have those people who are so loving and so um, much in an uh, appreciation of what um, God is doing through you you have to resist the temptation of being drawn too um, far and overly in the direction of that individual because you cannot neglect the other sheep in the flock. Even the ones who are kicking and screaming. And if they, because what happened at that point, they'll start seeing and saying, you know what, you paying all your attention over there and you don't give me any attention. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you cannot have that human error and just being drawn to those who are um, amenable and loving towards you. You got to be drawn even to those who are going to take you to the cross. Mm -hmm. And that's a very um, hard thing to do when you got somebody in one hand that's offering you um, love and the other person in the other hand is offering you a knife. It's like, which one do you want to go to? But you've got to go to both because there is a message for both of these individuals that's coming from God. And your job is being called is to be able to proclaim what God is giving you for that moment, for that time, for such a time as this. You've got to speak a word that comes from the Lord, and it has to be spoken in a sense that it's going to change lives. It's going to change the trajectory of, of the institution. It's going to increase the value of the of the, uh, of the uh, facility and the uh, place that you are Worshiping God And the place that you are In fellowship with other people Who are um, like-minded Because I'm not going to question A person's um, salvation I think that we're all um, uh, In that moment You have that salvation You're saved because You're born again But you just don't know how to act A lot of times Folks just don't know how to act Or they know how to act And they choose not to act Accordingly and they act in such a way that's like, man, you know what, I'm kind of, I've had, you know, I, I, here's here's a kicker. You you have um, people who are um, in the um, church who create, uh, this is a, I think a couple years back, create a narrative. And I, this is a, 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 airing out. Y'all pray for some protection right now because okay. I'm just going gonna, gonna to lay it out there. You got folk that are assigned and being in the church who will say things in a public communal environment that, would basically be like, uh, let me see. Let me see, let me see, let me see. No, never mind, I'm not gonna say it. I'm, I'm just not even gonna go into it. Amen. Amen. Some of the stuff this is what I'm talking about. If some of the stuff is just that potent that I'm refusing to say it, then you have to know and understand it's like, man, we've gotta do a whole lot better mm-hmm. inside of uh what we're doing and how we're approaching the um throne so that we can really start taking care of each other. I've got to learn how to love you. You got to learn how to love me. We have to learn how to love each other so that we can be beneficial until the Lord calls us home. Mm. And then at that point, the response is going to be, I tried my best to uh, complete my calling and um, uphold the commandment that you placed in my life to love my neighbor as I was loving you. Mm -hmm. As I was loving me. I know this ain't one of those subjects Everybody was like You know what Let me run around the room then You know catch the Holy Ghost And then catch fire Up in the house type of thing But it's one of those pieces That I'm so hearing about this Every day I'm, And when I say every day I'm not exaggerating Every day from the people Who I know Are laborers in the field Who are out here Trying to do their very best And it's just not working. And it's not working because the people are losing faith. They're losing the commitment. And they're losing their place. And they're they're accepting of, you know what? It's it's okay to do some of the stuff that they're doing. And it's not okay. That's right. It's never okay to stir up craziness in the house of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Amen. It's never okay to do that. If you're going to stir something up in God's house, then stir up some joy, stir up some peace, stir up some happiness, stir up a dance, stir up some, some love, stir that kind of stuff up. But when you start stirring up, um, just ridiculous stuff. And then, um, after you stir something up, you stand back and then you, um, 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 lovingly take a look at the fire you just caused from a distance. Come on, man. We cannot do that kind of stuff. How can you grow a, a church in the United States of America, nation under God, when the people are cannibalizing the spirit? Oh my God. Go ahead.
0: So I, I'm take it from this perspective. I, I, I'm going to take it from standing at the gate and in ministry as being um, one who says... You know we have to be accountable to our own stuff, right? We have to um, make sure that we are um, checking ourselves first. That you know, when the word of God comes to us, we have to apply it to ourselves first. Right. Um, standing at the gate, a lot of us are doing just that. A lot of us are just standing there.
1: Observers, you mean?
0: We're just standing there. Let me let me let me see if I could. And my uh, old pastor Bishop Jackson's words, let me see if I can make it live. Mm -hmm. Right. We're just standing at the gate. A lot of us are standing at the gate, not going through, but rather shouting through to those of us who are already walking through. Mm -hmm. What do I mean? John chapter 10, Jesus says, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. But the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. And he says that I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So in other words, when you've made the choice to follow through the gate, being led daily by the Holy spirit. And then you have other people who are just still yet standing on the outside of the gate Mm -hmm. and shouting at you. Don't go shouting at you, that church is this shouting at you. Oh, they are this way or that way. All of the things that the, the pastor and the licentious said are things that people say, right? It's up to us to what pay attention to what's in front of us. Don't look behind you. Keep being led by the Holy spirit and keep letting the Holy spirit lead you further into what your relationship with Christ. The problem is, is that a lot of times we are in this, we, we get to a place where we are really growing and and, and cultivating, our culturing, uh, cultivating, excuse me, our relationship with Jesus. And then somebody comes along, the thief, just kill, steal and destroy and try to snatch that thing away from us because they want advocates. But we've got to stop because some, some of us have been way too quick to believe the narratives that have been shared and said. And knowing on some level, you got to unction that it ain't really right, but you are too busy listening to what they got going on as opposed to keeping your eyes focused on the cross. Right? So people are on outside standing there. They've not fully engaged, fully gone in, and they've not fully gone in because why? These are the excuses that people have now, Right? I'm not gonna go because A, B, C, or D. Um, I, I'm not going back because of A, B, C, or D. You know, and then making the and then blaming other people for their reasons for not, um, because it's other better people to, who are
1: trying this, to do their best.
0: That's what I'm saying. Those are the people that are in the gate already. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And when you're trying to do your best, uh-huh. let's you know, for example, you say, you know what, if they show can't sing, well, they trying. Right. You know, we don't have any any um, music program. Why well, ain't saying you step up. Right. And if they can't sing, you can't sing. At least we're two and or three together. And
0: that's the thing. And a lot of those people that are talking are standing at the gate. They've not come in. They've not joined themselves. They've not adjoined themselves with us. And so when we allow them to get into our ear and start saying things to us, then it is up to us to do the right thing. What's the right thing? It's up to us to keep our eye on God and say, no, and tell the truth. No, that's not true. You know, singing is at least they are, as Pastor said, at least they're singing. If, I ha- if you have a gift, you can't tell me, you know, that I'm not going to come because we talked about this before. Tithing isn't always about money, right? It's about your talent and your time as well. And people have talents. That they aren't 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 extending, but yet they'll sit back and talk about how the the church to what Pastor said earlier how the church is dying. But you have a talent that can be used here to keep you, it alive and to keep it alive, and you refuse to use it. You see what I'm saying? So those are the people to me that are just standing at the gate and not gone through and started that relationship in a way that they um, are able to um, contribute. In a in a good way, standing um, on the spiritual sidelines. to the growth. That's good. That's a good word. That's a sermon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, uh, to part. Uh, excuse me. Help participate in the growth. And, um, and so again, it's up to us not to get distracted, but to always tell the truth. I totally like. Don't just because you want to. Uh, don't don't want to curry favor with with man, right? What's the word tell us that we ought not be concerned about? man who can destroy the body and or even the reputation if we say if we're talking about it right mm-hmm. but be more concerned about the one who can destroy the body and the soul it's like if we're honest and we tell the truth then people might that you you just might really be helping somebody open their eyes to seeing um without sort of pointing fingers right and and being judgmental but seeing the truth for what it is if somebody if if somebody says um, you know, um, you know, this person is like that. If that's not been your experience with them, then that's not anything you ought to agree with. And not even just stand there and listen and not say anything. Like, you know, if that's not been your experience with that person, then you can't even just be like, mm, mm-hmm, because then that's complicit. That sounds to them like you're in agreement. Mm-hmm. It's like, we have to start standing up for what's right. And I think that that's one of our main points um, when it, when we stand at the gate of ministry we have to tell the truth we got to tell what god says and then people get upset about it but i i i can only say what what the what the prophet said he said i could only tell what god tells me to say mm-hmm. if i say anything else then the then the the blood is on my hands then the onus is on me then then the chastisement comes upon me right and we're all trying to make it to include me. So I'm just a vessel, right? Being used by God, but I have to do my part as well. And I'm, and I try my holy best not to do anything that'll cause another brother or sister to stumble. So I look at it from that perspective.
2: Yeah, I, I would, I certainly agree with what you said. Firstly, I would say that sometimes I, I do think we give credit to people uh, too often. About the things that we actually have in the back of our mind, instead of accepting that that's where we are in our thought process. What do you mean by that? Um, it's easy to be a part of those conversations because you really hit you. You believe it instead of walking away from it. If you're saying it to your to to our point, Lester's point about you know, if you don't say it, then you are complicit in that. It's because in the back of your mind, you're dealing with some things. So it's easy to believe about someone else because it distracts or deflects from what you have going on. So I'd rather just be a part of me talking about those persons or that person because you're not talking about me. And so that wow, that's gives me that's level that's really but that makes it double down worse, though. Right. I agree. But that's where a lot of people are is you're not talking about me. I don't have to deal with the things that I'm going on. Going through or going, uh, you know, it's going on with me. So, therefore, I'm going to uh, engage in this conversation that I may not necessarily uh, agree with, but I'm not going to stand up and be the standout person. As you just said to your point about being on the spiritual sideline, I'm not going to get in the game and try to, uh, you know, fight the defense. As long as I'm not getting attacked. I'm just not getting attacked. So, guess what? I'm just going to go along to get along at that particular moment.
1: But if you do not ever come to the defense of anybody, who is coming to your
2: defense? Well, you will. Well, our hope. Well, you are hoping that the same person that uh, is talking about. Wait,
0: you, I'm sorry. Ask that question one more time. I'm sorry. I just want to hear the question. If
1: you're unwilling to come to other people's defense to, in order to lift up truth, mm-hmm. um, because you just don't want to have the heat rain down on you. Mm-hmm. Then when if you got something going on, as um like Central said, eventually light is going to come to it.
0: Okay, I got
1: everything it. done inside of a dark darkness will be brought to the light. And when your behind is in the breeze,
2: who's gonna put that fire out? You, the expectation would be the same folk that you thought that we're talking about. Somebody else would be coming to your defense. They don't. So then you rely on the people. The very same people that you attacked or did not stand up for, those are the people that you typically go run to for some protection and for some defense. That's typically what happens. Or or,
0: or or what happens when those people that you say you didn't stand up for, right? Um, Then somebody that's, let's say the person you didn't stand up for to, right? The person you're talking to, then they go to the people who you didn't stand up for and say something. And then those people stand up for you.
2: Say that again. Yeah, say that. That was a little confusing for me. Yeah.
0: So in other words, if 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 person A is talking to person B, mm-hmm. person B is is kicking the back end of person C, right? Uh-huh. So person A doesn't ever, you know, stand up for person C, right? But now person B decides to go to person C and start talking about person A. Oh, yeah. And then person A said, I mean. We used to call that two-faced. Right. Then person C, though. But person C, though, who person A never stood up for, stands up for person A. Yeah. You see what
1: I'm saying? Yeah. I I, I catch you now. Did you catch that? I got it. Okay. That's, That's a good one. It's all hope because they're not ashamed at that point. I, well, yeah. I was gonna say it's a whole
2: bunch of mess going on at that point because you <laughs> know got all entwined, entangled right there at that particular moment. Uh, and you know, well, how's it an entanglement when C
1: performed
0: flawlessly? Did what they were supposed to do, and C probably has expectation that A is gonna stick up for them.
1: Well, yeah, A doing the same thing. Let me go ahead. Yep. You know, let me be real. Exactly. Let me step up to the um, plate
0: until because B. I'm
1: not gonna let you um, run run this game. Uh, and I know it's not true.
2: But until, until B tells you the truth. Right, but that's what I was saying. Stay Station. Yes, that's, that's true. I'm that, crushed. True. I'm crushed. You know, uh, that goes I like, thought you was my friend. Exactly. You, see that. You, see how that goes. you said you love me. It's always fun in games that somebody gets hurt. yeah. And then it's like, okay, you, I, like you said, I thought you were my friend, and now mm-hmm. you're not. Um, that's like that, you know, uh, that the song, "The Lord Make a Way Somehow," right? Mm-hmm. There's the the verse that says, "I try to do my best in service. Mm-hmm. I try to do the best I can. I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I try to do the right thing, evil's present on every hand. I probably mm-hmm. got the words a little wrong, but yeah, you kind uh, of went off the off the rail there. <laughs> you you get it, just what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. So you try to do your best, and evil's present every hand. Uh, but you look up and you wonder why." fortune try to pass me by but you said the lord would be patient the lord would make away some house so i'm saying that even in the midst of that that the scenario that the first lady just uh just said which you right person c did the right thing a and b have that they have that conflict with them within themselves that they feel so they can con they can talk about somebody and they don't think that they're not going to be on the opposite side of the attack mm. but the attack will come to your house it, it typically does. Yeah, you cannot shut you, yourself you in. can you? You cannot uh, because it's all still going to be
1: going on in the perimeter and peripheral of your life. That's what people say. You know, I,
2: or people could say, "Well, I don't get involved in those conversations." That, to me, you. Yeah. <laughs> if, are you breathing? Right. Because if you're no breathing, way, you're involved. Yes, there is no way that you are are going to be. Uh, well, I, I just don't listen to that stuff. Right. But you do because you once the person starts the conversation, unless you emphatically tell them stop. And this is not I don't want to hear and walk away. But if you let them get a couple words in and start listening to it, you you are part of it. I didn't say anything. But if you didn't say anything, then then you're you're complicit.
0: complicit Yeah, there
1: you go. And you've got to understand this. No, people read differently into certain things. It's like, okay, you didn't stop me. You didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. So I guess you, you know, you down with me and you agreeing with what I got to say. So let's kick this can further down the road. What's
0: even crazier is that even though you didn't say something, Uh they will go and tell the story and say, you did say
1: it or say that, you know what? Yeah. Me and and person C was talking. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. you know what happens in that case is that a person will only go so far as they're testing the waters with you the first time. And if you don't say anything to curb that nonsense, Mm -hmm. the next conversation, they going a little bit deeper. And then the next conversation is going a little bit deeper until they slip up and say your mama in the conversation. (laughs) Because then we're like, yo, that's my mama, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about so many people I couldn't keep track. Couldn't
0: keep track. That's (laughs) right.
1: I'm saying. And now you're ready to throw hands. What what do you mean, ready to throw hands? We've got to put ourselves inside of a position where that we are really caring enough to do what the Lord has called us to do in such a way that, you know what, roll up your sleeves and get busy, I cannot, the church ain't never gonna die. Okay. But I'm tired of seeing the church suffer. And I'm not talking about just my denomination. I'm not just talking about my church on my road. I mean, I'm talking about every I don't know a church right now that's not suffering. And I'm tired of it because it's suffering only because um the trifling members mm-hmm. are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Well not, only. and don't want you, don't want you, no, not all of them.
0: Yeah, because some, some of these, some of you know. But the
1: ones that are doing are getting exhausted.
0: No, I'm saying sometimes it's leadership, unfortunately.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of times it's leadership. Some of the mm-hmm. things that um, some of these leaders are out here doing, it's like, you know, why in the world are you in this, in this um, position? position? Mm-hmm. Because you're completely out of line. You're inappropriate. Yeah. And I don't think that, you know, what the Lord is pleased by what you're saying or what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we have anybody over there that's saying anything? I'm I'm hearing crickets in the, um, the gallery.
0: Yeah, they're just in agreement, most of it. Um, let's see, our uh, our gifts are not just, okay. Uh, those, Denise said, those who don't come to church always want to know what's going on in the church.
1: I, you know what, I'm glad they you need, said that. They need to go through the gate. Because Amen. I'm i going to say that about my church. There are a lot, it's a small-time ministry. There are a lot of people who are, uh, are associated with uh, my church that I don't see them on a regular basis, but they're going to everybody's house in the church every day. Mm. And they're talking about what's going on in the, the church. Mm-hmm. If you're going to everybody's house through the week to talk about what happened on Sunday, but you don't show up Nam one Sunday, then to me that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I get an amen? amen. amen. That's a problem because you know what? You're now an influencer.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Man, if you're going to kick the back end of the people in your church, at least get them the satisfaction to come in there and warming up the pew. It's cold outside. Amen. Warm a chair up. Mm hmm. At least get the satisfaction you come in showing up. Amen. I mean, yeah, somebody going to say, well, you can't show up. You don't never. You always got that scar on your face. Well, your scar on your face at the house. <laughs> Bring your scar on up in there. Let's let's talk about your scar the same way you talk about everybody else's scars.
0: Mm, mm,
1: mm. Go ahead. What were you going to say?
0: No, I was looking at the rest of them. So then we have um, just uh, our churches used to be our community centers.
1: I'm who's who said that?
0: Sister Nina.
1: I'm, I'm going to say that that was one of, of our um mishandling of the of the church the church is supposed to be a worship center mm-hmm. and we started building these annexes on the church i don't even know when that actually began mm-hmm. and they annexes they call them what fellowship halls uh-huh. but look at the old school churches they didn't
2: have fellowship halls on them or did they am i wrong yeah, well, I thought that came around like in. um...
0: Well, I'm not old enough to know if it was old enough. You like old that? enough
2: to read a book? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No, I think you're right. There weren't a lot of areas that were gathering places after the service. Uh-huh. It was just a place for worship. worship,
1: place. but when you bring in, you bring in and overdo something, then it becomes the thing that you're overdoing. But then the a- churches became community centers.
2: And not worship centers. And that is an important portion because that cross pollination has was has hurt the church. It's hurt because it. Because the expectation is that you want to have more community and not enough God. And then once you have that, once you once you have that, people get frustrated.
1: Folk want a fellowship dinner, but they don't want a spiritual food. Want yeah. the spiritual food. Yeah. Um folk want uh, to be able to come together with a social program but they don't want to come together for a worship program. And that's problematic. When you start adding in all of these things, you need to make sure that you keep the Lord in God's place. That mm-hmm. is the top. Everybody wants to get up their testimony. Mm-hmm. I just want to give um, authority and power to God, who mm-hmm. is the first <laughs> and foremost my of my life. <laughs> uh-huh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And then move on from there. Knowing for mm-hmm. a fact that you're not treating God as the first and foremost. Come on here. Oh, my, Man, you stood up, gave that testimony, and I ain't seen you in well, this, two months. The, the
0: craziest thing is the reason why we know this testimony is because <laughs> that's all people ever said, right? Yeah. You know that game you could play if fill in the blanks. First giving honor to who is the head of mine. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> you know what? so. Well, I sent you 10
1: and run that down. Uh-huh.
2: What? See, he he you, ain't paid, I, I, I heard him say He's over there not paying attention. First of all, you said it. Uh, yeah, I know the testimony there why says got it for curse given honor to God who's ahead of my life. You well, I already know that, but I know I know that's what you're going with. On that one, Pastor Hayes. But back to the point about the uh the fellowship on the community center, because What? It's very distracting. Was, anyway, now back to the, the point. As you know, I was in I was in class. I was in seminary class uh this semester and uh my professor said something that I think I told the pastor and my sister with Hayes, sometimes stuff throws me off when people say stuff. But she said, you know, she cooks meals to get people to come to the church. And I'm like, so me, because I've been around Pastor Hayes too long, you know, I got to ask the question. Is that, so you're only in, you're buying food just to get them, we need to stop trying to sell. And bring food and talk about Jesus. That's right. That's manipulation.
0: And, and, and that's a well, problem. that's so, what Jamal want to do. He want to sell weed. I mean, grow weed. Why in the we gotta
2: bring that up. That's
0: the same thing. But it's yeah, it's,
2: it's to fine. the point of <laughs> we ain't growing no weed. You know about standing in the gate. <laughs> what the, do you want to do? The expectation has become that the church is to to work on every aspect of your life to make you feel good, but not work on the aspects that need working on. And that's what I'm talking about With this whole This correlation That you have to Give food for people To come out If I'm talking about Jesus The conviction will come It will happen It's not going to be Necessarily Some people It's not going to be instantaneous Look at Look at Look at
1: Look at the way That these uh, churches Are springing up fast What are these churches Mirroring They're not mirroring The traditional ritual Worship centers They're mirroring Studios Studios Right Lights, camera, action Right Mm-hmm. Um. Um. I mean, really, lights, camera, action! That's a whole microphone's in every um corner. Sorry. Um, music just like really uh, performance standard, and folk coming in, and man, it feels like you are in a concert. You mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. people going
2: to these places, and they're hiding in the backgrounds of what's going on. Yep. it's interesting because you see now that they don't have. One, at one time choirs were And great. can't tell you what the book of Matthew is. That's yeah. that's that's the truth. I'm serious. That's true. that's true. at one time choirs were uh predominant. You know, you had uh, uh choir anniversaries and things of that nature. Now you have praise and worship, you're done wrong with that, but you're right that how it, the, the time has changed that we have come to the point that we just want to be entertained when we come to church. And we don't want to get down to the meat and potatoes of uh, while we're actually there. Mm-hmm. We want all the extra fridge, the, the steak sauce, and the ketchup, and all that stuff. And
1: you know what? I don't. It, it, they they want these things so that they can kind of hide in the background, right? For mm-hmm. somebody else to be doing their job is worship, and somebody else to be getting inside of that spirit so that they can walk out and say, "Oh no, I had church today." Okay, mm-hmm. I, all right, cool.
2: Then you ask that that age old question. What was, the, what was the word about? And people can answer. And they and can't nobody answer. Can answer. Well, that, that goes back to the point like we were saying about, you know, people want the community aspect of it, but they don't want the word that requires work to change. Or they come in and they say, well, I'm bored. I'm bored. I'd rather be, What? I know, I'm bored, mm-hmm. but you're not you're not putting anything into it. We would have to come, because I've been in a lot of denominations,
1: and I remember when I was coaching Church of God in Christ, And we would have a Tuesday night prayer service. And that's all it was. Mm -hmm. You came in, you folded out the, you brought your pillow, Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: got on your knees, and you turned around, and you put your head on the chair, and you prayed. And wasn't nobody in there sleeping. Wasn't nobody in there um, complaining. You came out and you prayed. That's what we did. Mm -hmm. I've been to churches where it's like, you know what, I'm going to take a crew of people. And you're not going to be in the service. What I need for you to do is be in this room praying for the service, that somebody gets saved. And that's what we did. I've been inside of all these different um, um, settings this for the church that did not have anything to do with this, this otherness that we're bringing into the church. And the church was growing at that point. The church was strong mm-hmm, at that point. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to say grown because it's growing up, but I don't think it's grown with it's, it's grown with weakness. It's like that seed that falls on the um, 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 hard ground, springs up, and then the sun comes out and burns it right up. Mm-hmm. It, it, we really got to take care in the fact that we are in this thing called life, and we are really required every day of this life to follow as disciples of Christ and do what God has called us to do.
0: Amen.
1: And is that easy every time you uh, wake up? No. Oh. Is that, um, uh, uh, am I going to have a fun every time I go to church? Yes. Why? Because that's where the Spirit of the Lord is um, drawing us as a people together. And then when the praises go up, I've never been in a place when praises go up that a blessing does not come down. Amen. Mm-hmm. But you got to be in a place where people are willing to send a praise up. Mm-hmm. And if you ain't sending up no praise, then you got a difficulty there. But I've never, I've never been inside of a church where I've sat down and said, I'm, I'm totally bored. And I've sat inside of some long, um, services, some Catholic services. And there's not been a people that I'm, this out here, denomination and that I sat with. And I never had a complaint. In my mind was, I'm, I'm really bored. Not really getting into this thing. You know why? Because the excitement has to be intrinsic. Hmm. The joy yes. has to flow from you. Yes. So that you can touch and agree with anybody who speaks in heavenly language. That's right. Mm-hmm. And if you cannot touch and agree and they speak in a heavenly language, then what language are you expecting? My, my. What dialect are you speaking? You weren't bored. Spent, you know, up to four o'clock in the morning last night looking at YouTube videos and you started at midnight. (laughs) Come on now. Because I know how that goes. You turn on YouTube and looking for one thing. And four hours later, you still looking and you then saw a thousand other things.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You've got to give God what what Jesus said. Give unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar Mm -hmm. and give unto God what belongs to God. And God, what belongs to God is your service, your life, your strength, and everything about you. It all belongs to him. We've got to get ourselves back into that position so that we can begin to heal not only individually, not only community, not only from our church. But listen, why do you think our nation is suffering right now?
0: Yeah, it's bad.
1: Because this crazy form of um, um, worship that's going on, this we worship in um, things that don't even reside in heaven. Mm-hmm. That's right. Concepts, parties. And we cannot do that because you cannot put yourself in a position where you are stilling or participating or practicing um, how to apply your um, anointing. On something other than God's um, authority, Amen. amen, amen.
2: he's on me. Yeah, first lady, on you.
0: You got your last words.
2: Yeah. So you mm-hmm. know, I really just want to say what the the pastor said is it about. It's about our participation in our own worship experience mm-hmm. and our growth. Is what we're bringing forward. We always can't expect to just take, take, take and not give. And that's what I think about standing the gate is you're looking out for those around you. You are giving for their protection and for them to come in. So stand at the gate.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank y'all. You done, Pastor?
1: No, but.
0: No, go ahead. You got some more?
1: No, we good. I ran out of time.
0: You got everybody still here with you. Ain't nobody dropped off.
1: They ain't dropped off? Why they ain't dropped off? They went for me to drop a name? I don't know. <laughs> they waiting for you to come back with that story that I was oh, I like I, w- I was going to tell.
0: And see how we say how how we say when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all He has done for me, my soul cries out Hallelujah and I thank God for saving me. How can I? I'm, I Sister Kathy, are you saying how can we say that? I'm not sure. I, or are you just?
1: I, saying think, you know, I, I, that? I think I know where she at. Okay. you can't say that. You can feel that way when somebody does something good for you. You can be happy about it. And still, yet turn and do your own craziness yet again, because that's that's what God always does. He always will continue to reward us when we are it's unmerited favor, and continue to bless us and continue to provide us with miracles. And we will continue to take them to that cross. And then we will continue every time we get every time we receive something that is pleasing to us. We will say, "Thank God." That's what the nine did. Right, because they didn't run off and um, not they were not not happy they were happy you can't tell me that, that you know what Jesus just healed nine lepers and just because they didn't come back that they weren't happy they were elated
0: praise the Lord
1: but they didn't have I was like I don't need to be elated in the church What well, mm. God is mm. that was just 10% of that church that came back so that's where we that's where we are. We really got to put ourselves inside of a position where it's like, you know what? I got to stop making all of these mundane. Is that a word? Yes, it is. Excuses. All these tired, crazy excuses mm-hmm. for not doing what I know I'm supposed to be doing. Amen. I cannot continue to make all of these um, excuses for not providing. Like I know I am supposed to provide. I cannot continue to make all of these allowances for other people and other things that have nothing to do with God and my fellowship and then neglect God mm-hmm. and my fellowship. That's right. Because that's what we have going on a lot. You just feel like it's, it's like being in a relationship and neglecting your partner. They're always going to be there. I ain't got to worry about them. They ain't going nowhere. I can treat them any old kind of way. They're still going to love me. But in essence, what are you giving up by not sharing inside of the commandment that God told you to, to share in? That's good. What are you giving up? Because it does not yet appear. I have not seen. Ear, have not heard. ear has not heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of Neither man. Neither has it entered into the heart of God, the heart of man. Mm-hmm. What?
0: the Lord is going to
1: do. That ain't what it says. That is what it says. What does it say specifically? Give
0: me a second. Keep talking.
1: So that means that you got to put yourself in a position that, you know what? I don't see this um, incredible blessing, but if I continue to do what God has called me to do, there's something here that is going to be uh, enormous. Yeah, It's going to be enormous. Somebody say amen. Amen.
0: amen. I, uh, has not seen, uh, uh-huh. Nor ear heard, uh-huh. nor have entered into the heart of man uh-huh. the things which God has prepared for those who
1: love him. So God has prepared something for you.
0: 1 Corinthians 2 9.
1: Because you love God. And the way you love God is through what? The actions that you are um, doing towards God. And I, if you ain't showing no love to God, then how are you going to get what God has prepared for you? It ain't happening. You can't go through life being one of Bebe's kids and then um, trying to go ahead and take every present that's underneath the spiritual tree. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Y'all got me? Y'all understand me out there? Um, I can say it again. This is not one of those, all right, let's go ahead and do some deep thought on it. You know why? Because this is the kind of stuff that goes on all the time. This is the kind of stuff that we complain about. This is the silent part out loud that everybody's talking about, but don't nobody want to address it hmm Everybody's talking about it. You talk about it on Sunday morning when you go to church, and the folks that said they were going to be there ain't there. Come on. Everybody talking about it, but don't nobody want to address it. Yeah. It's the canary. The canary? Yeah, canary the in elephant. the cave.
0: Not the elephant in the room, It's the
1: canary. No, we're going to leave it at a canary. I ain't got you the elephant yet. We're going to turn around before we get you the elephant in the room. <laughs> All right? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, First Lady. Get it out of here.
0: Amen. Thank you all so much for, as per usual, joining us on Wednesday evenings for these conversations. We thank you once more and again for if you rode with us all year. Thank you. If you joined, wow, is this us this our last anyway, one of the year? Dear, thank
1: you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Last one of the year. Yep. No more than twenty-two. This is it for twenty-two.
0: For every comment, for every amen, every hallelujah, every thank you, Jesus. Every question, thank you. Thank who's who's you seen them all? If topic?
1: y'all have seen every um production out there, put it in the comment section. I have seen them all. all. All the ones we did this year, all the ones we did this year. I'm not talking about Sunday, I'm talking about the conversation. Just put a raised hand or something out there and say, I saw, you know, I saw, all. even if you did not see them on the Wednesday night, and you had to catch up. Let me know who saw all of them. Amen.
0: All right. Oh, come on in the chat if you did. Um, and as we are about to prepare to leave, I just want to continue to tell you thank you. Um, you didn't have to take the time out. You know, you didn't have to take the hour to spend or, or sometimes longer like we did today. Um, or even on the time that you took off um, to, you know, watch. Or when I say took off what well, you didn't see it in live on live, but you watched it later Um Amen. Sister Teresa and Sister Kathy said they've seen them all. Amen. So God be the glory. Thank Amen. y'all. We appreciate that. Um, we really, really appreciate that. Like, we don't take any of that for granted. We are truly grateful for everybody who watches us and and listens to anything that we share and have to you say. Make, even, you even, made time. Even when we've been crazy and it, uncontrollably laughing in here um, when the licentiate has acted up and and the pastor has acted up, but, you know, I was only the angel in the, in the room. Lord have mercy.
2: <laughs> a little gravy, yes.
0: Thank you <laughs> for putting up with some of our crazy. Um, but it's been fun for this year. And so we're looking forward to doing something new next year. We are going to have a new intro next year. I mean, just a lot of little things happening we're excited about. Um, and so...
1: You know, I I want to say something to close out too as well. The Lord has placed it on my heart and I want to place it on your guys' table. And you can pick it up as you want as well. That in 2023, I'm not going to come up with a a catchy phrase that, you know, a Snoop Dogg rhyme, rhyme a socio or whatever, something like that. What I'm going to say is is that in 2023, you need to become the priest, the matriarch or the patriarch of your family. Amen. You've got, because listen, There is an attack going on On in these families like you would not believe. Yes. The enemy went after the church, didn't win. Mm -hmm. I mean, he caused the church a lot of damage and a lot of pain. That's what we're Mm -hmm. talking about tonight. Mm -hmm. And now that they see that they could not win there, the enemy is going after the families. And he's going after a lot of these families that are already so divided already so divided spiritually, already so divided in so many different ways. And they're using those enemies, using these divisions to create strife. That's right. To create chaos, to create animosity, anger and hatred in your family. Mm -hmm. Please, when you see it, don't receive it. That's right. Stand up. What I want you to do as the leader in your family be that one that person is always going to be praying for every member of your family. Be that one, even if they don't come to you, get with them on a regular basis this year coming up, and let them know how much you care for them, yeah. how much you are appreciating them, how much that they are, how much you want to try to encourage them, and continue to push them towards a fam- a familiar family um, excellence. The enemy is coming after our families, and we need y'all. To hold the line. Stand in the gate. Keep your uh, protection up around your family. Amen. 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 It's, it's coming. Amen. You can smell it. You can see it. Mm-hmm. Folk in your family right now acting different. Come on. The day They ain't never acted like this before. They ain't never said things like that before. Don't take it out on them. This is the adversary trying to get a foothold.
0: That's right.
1: In your family. Don't take it personal. Take it spiritual. Mm-hmm. And then get on your knees and pray for the peace, the pastor's understanding and get that nonsense out your house. Yes. And don't come down on the individual. If you're not praying for them. That's right. Amen.
0: Amen. Okay. Without any further ado, thank you, sister Teresa very much. Uh, she says, thank you, pastor licentiate Donna and licentiate Maurice for your commitment to this ministry platform. We appreciate you. We Thank you for that. Um, And as we close out, per usual, I have just a little something I want to share with you. You heard everything that we said today. You listened to the other shows that we've done. And the one thing that I want to state for us is that normal is not coming back. Jesus is. So we got to get right with God. Amen.
1: I'm, I'm, it just keeps coming back for different um, pieces to this conversation. I just got a text message from a pastoral friend of mine, long-term pastoral friend of mine. And he said, um, uh, Mr. Guys, um, the attitude of many congregants is since they can get a good message in their pajamas, why do they need to come to church? Um, they're also very good at making excuses not to attend. I saw this coming and felt it was time to retire.
0: Wow.
1: These guys, I mean, in the uh, place that he works at, have more faith and hope. These guys in um, the place he works at have more faith and more hope than those who have their uh, freedom inside of Christ. Crazy. Crazy. Wow. You You got a pastor who's a good friend of mine who just decided, you know what? I'm retiring. I'm done with it. That's what I'm talking about. They don't go past where I'm not seeing this kind of response. And there's, you, you don't want to have um, God's chosen, these preachers, um, begin to start saying, I've, I've done all I can do, and they're not responding, and I'm hanging up the, um, the, the robe. Wow. My God. We don't want that. We don't need that. We don't want to lose these soldiers. That's right. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm.
2: Wow.
1: All
0: right. Um, thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're closing out 2022, and uh, praying that you all are safe on Saturday for whatever you choose to do. Um, be careful. Out choose there. to pray, and that's what that's what we hope you choose to pray, um, and then prayerfully. God willing, we will see you all on Sunday morning. The first Sunday, the first day of the new year is a Sunday. Come on, somebody. We're not gonna see this come around like this for a little while. So get your get your, get your dancing shoes on to come do the dance in the church and do the holy dance in the church. Amen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amen. normal's not returning. Jesus is. I'm gonna leave that again with you. And uh, we thank you for me, the licentiate, me, the Jesus-loving-Jersey girl. He done call me licentiate all day. I started calling myself licentiate. But me, the Jesus-loving-Jersey girl, the licentiate. Show them, Pastor. The licentiate. Yeah, hey, the pastor. We love y'all. We out. God bless you.